Welcome. Welcome to the Paycheck Prison Break podcast. My name is James Wadsworth, uh, and I'm excited for our very first episode. Uh, So the purpose of Paycheck Prison Break is to help you learn and do the things that you need to learn and do to no longer be completely dependent on a paycheck given to you every two weeks, every month, or whatever it is by somebody else. Let me tell you a little bit about myself. So I am 36 years old. I've been working in the professional uh, world for uh, over 10 years. And pretty much that entire time, I have deeply, deeply wanted to get out of uh, the paycheck cycle, um, that complete and total dependence. I haven't done it yet. Uh, So hopefully you get to see over the course of these episodes, um, my journey uh, as I uh, break free of that dependence on the, the biweekly paycheck. Uh, one of the things I'm hoping is that my absolutely and completely sucking at podcasting or anything else will inspire you to get out there and do the same. Um, that's that's the whole mindset behind this. So yesterday I turned 36. Uh, I feel old, but I am over. I mean, I'm trying to completely get over, but I, I really hope I'm over uh, this constant need to look good, to appear smart, um, and to uh, all of this stuff that's been holding me back from just risking what I need to risk doing what I know I, I need to do or what I want to do to uh, become more independent. So um, I collected a couple of quotes, things that have inspired me. Uh, so really the impetus behind this is a quote from the book Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson. Russell Brunson is, uh, if you haven't heard the name, he is uh, huge in kind of the internet marketing, direct marketing world. Um, and I have recently purchased a lot of his material, and I'm finding it very helpful as I think about how I want to start kind of working in this same world as as my path out of paycheck prison. Um, so he says, and he's quoting someone else, but he, he uh, or excuse me, he's not. He just, he says, publish every day for a year and you will never have to worry about money again. Uh, that seems like an incredibly bold promise. Uh, but just thinking about that has uh, has really helped me to finally take this step and publish. The other thing is he, as he's talking about that, he gives an example, uh, the example of his own podcast, which he started in 2013, called Marketing Secrets, or it was originally called Marketing in Your Car, um, and how he didn't know what he was doing. He probably uh, he thought he probably looked stupid, and he um, started it anyway, and it's become a huge deal and a huge source for him of. Uh, of customers and a huge source of, of traffic and more income. So uh, this is a great example of somebody who right now just looks solid, like it looks incredible and, and incredibly successful. But um, if you go back and listen to his very first episodes, they're a little bit sucky. So uh, I hope to find more examples of people that look amazing right now. They're kind of on the top of the mountain but just examples of them failing publicly. Uh, I find that incredibly inspiring because, hey, that's what I'm doing right now. Um, so another quote 
that inspires me along these same lines, something you may have heard of, um, is a quote from Dave Grohl, uh, uh, famously of uh, both Nirvana and the Foo Fighters. Um, I don't know an exact source for this quote, but he, apparently he said in an interview, and I'm going to be taking out some of the cuss words uh, just because they're they're blanked out in the script that I have here. Um, he says, musicians should just go to a yard sale and buy an old crappy drum set and get in their garage and just suck and get their friends to come in and they'll suck too. And then they'll all start playing and they'll have the best time they've ever had in their lives. And then all of a sudden they'll, be, they'll become Nirvana because that's exactly what happened with Nirvana. Just a bunch of guys that had some crappy old instruments and they got together and started playing and started playing some noisy crap <laughs> and they became the biggest band in the world. That can happen again. So I, I love that, especially that line about just get out there and suck. Um, and that's a little bit of what I feel like I'm doing right now, but hopefully, uh, if, you know, eventually as I become better and it's, uh, you follow this journey, you'll be inspired to start your own. Um, this journey from zero to actually being able to no longer be dependent on paychecks from someone else, uh, be able to get out there on my own uh, and, and do what I want to do. Uh, so another incredible, uh, incredibly inspiring quote around all of this comes from a guy named Farhan Thawar, who is a VP of engineering at Shopify, an incredibly successful brand uh, based in Toronto. Uh, Farhan himself, um, who, who I don't know personally, but uh, he himself is a luminary, a, a giant in the uh, kind of entrepreneurial, uh, the tech entrepreneur uh, community in Toronto. Um, and he wrote an article published on Medium called Looking Stupid is My Superpower. Look it up. It's incredible. Um, just want to read a couple of quotes from there. So he, he just talks about how it's because he is not afraid to look stupid that he is able to learn that he is able to uh, to learn and grow. And he, has, he is so committed to that principle of looking stupid uh, in order to be honest, in order to be transparent, in order to learn, and just getting over this incredible sort of fear that, that I have and that I, so many people have of looking dumb um, so that you're able to really find out what works. So you're really able to, uh, to, to not have... Uh, that fear um, impede your ability to to grow and to do what you want to do, what you hope to do. So he talks about how this type of looking stupid, and this is a quote now, this, this type of looking stupid, a daily devotional kind, is hard. Not everyone can look stupid in public over and over, but I believe it's my superpower, and I try to make it my whole team's superpower too. If you can combine ritualistic daily try and see failure with the fearlessness of looking stupid it blossoms into a superpower so he tells a, a quick story about how he applied this in his own life that i find very inspiring again so he says maybe i've i've overweighted learning to the extreme like in many ways i've done things that are not uh, not the way you should uh, I mean, most people wouldn't do them, and they would uh, seem very risky to most. But to me, it's risky not to be in learning mode. So, for example, 
in 2015, there's a guy in Toronto named Daniel Debo, a serial entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Uh, this is still Farhan, by the way. This is not me. This is Farhan's story. I wanted to work with him, and the only way to work with him was he was starting a company. Even though I had three kids and a mortgage at the time, and my wife was not working at the time, I decided to quit a stable job, take zero salary, and actually write a check to Daniel's company so we could hire people and rent a space. Why? Because I felt that the riskiest thing was to not be learning at the fastest rate possible. And the only way to do that for me was to work directly with Daniel. Only in having these kinds of conversations do I realize, do I realize that not everybody thinks about learning in the same way. Uh, but it's strange to me to think any other way because the only way to be robust uh, in a changing market is to put yourself in those uncomfortable, risky situations. I love that. The riskiest thing to me is not to be learning at the fastest rate possible. And the only way to do that is to look stupid over and over again, probably like I'm doing right now, publicly. So that's it. And uh, I'm excited for the, the next episodes here. Um, James Wadsworth from Paycheck Prison Break. Here we go.